All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Whiskey Ways podcast, episode two. We got better music. We got better music. We got a better intro. And we got some new whiskey this week. Yes, as you can see, uh, for our YouTube audience, we have a new bottle of whiskey. Uh, Alex, go ahead and tell them what that bottle is. All right, so we got a bottle of Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Yeah. Um, Definitely kind of sounds interesting to me. Yeah. First time, I've uh, I've never heard of Screwball before, so. I haven't either. It's named after me. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of, we got a lot of feedback from everybody and they, you know, mixed, mixed opinions. Some say it's really good. Some say it's terrible, but we're about to find out. Yeah. Just to give uh, everybody a little rundown on uh, Screwball. Um, it was started by a husband and wife who owned a, um, uh, just like a bar restaurant type deal. Um, and they actually started it by making like some peanut butter and whiskey shots at their restaurant and it ended up becoming like their signature shot for the, for the bar. And then they brewed or, uh, distilled it into an actual whiskey, which they say is better than the original shot. Yeah. So, uh, coming from, it's in, uh, ocean beach, California. Yeah, I saw. I watched. So, the, I watched the video on them, and I guess yeah. the husband he used to own multiple restaurants, and she was yeah. kind of like in the chemi- uh, chemist. Or um, I really don't know. Um, I know um, on their website it mentioned that she kind of like handled uh, the business aspect of getting their getting their company going. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so let's get down to it, I guess. All right. Oh. Whoa! 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 Earthquake! Earthquake! <laughs> All right, cracking open the bottle of screwball. And also our buddy Alex hooked us up with these pretty dope um, ice. ice round balls. I didn't get one. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was unfortunate. And then his his Alex. bottle is actually like it's pretty cool. It's like a slanted. Oh. It froze in like a slanted ice cube. It's pretty right. pretty dope. Let's see. Go ahead and hook me up, brother. <laughs> you can probably give me a little bit more. <laughs> Just yeah. You made fun of me last week. If it's good, I'll take more. Oh, yeah. God damn! By the way, all right. Really, I'm scared to taste this. Right, here we go. Hey, just don't smell it first. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Right. So that's the worst thing. Cheers, uh, cheers to week two. Yeah, cheers. 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 All right. So this, I think this is gonna taste good. No, I smelled it on accident. <laughs> Bro. That's. Good. That is I, actually delicious. Bro, I told you. It like peanut- <laughs> wow. Dude, that is really I good. I was not expecting that. that. Dude, I was not expecting that. It's oh, not really is, bad. This is it's dangerous. not bad at all. This can be dangerous. It doesn't taste like alcohol. Wow. It's like, it's. I'm thick, trying to think though. of what it's like, compared um, to. When it get like, because it's cold. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. In the freezer, it gets, it's like thick, kind of like a, like a Jack Honey type thing would be. Yeah. Well, and that's what was recommended. You know, they said like, it's, it's best when it's like, Right out of the freezer, super cold. Yeah, you know wow, it's it's not as great warm. It's it's smooth. Yeah, and it definitely tastes like peanut butter. One hundred percent does. You guys have to try this. Oh my gosh. Okay. What ratings would you recommend, Courtney? Go. Out of ten. Yes. Like a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. It's what? freaking good. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight. I would say a seven or eight. Yes. Uh, just because I'm not a huge fan of like flavored flavored alcohol, you know, just in general, I'm gonna give it like a seven point three. I thought you were about to say six. I was I'm gonna not be a like, whiskey dude, connoisseur, damn. so to me, I'm pretty excited about it. Well, it I, is really good, and I'm like, 
Yeah, pleasantly <laughs> surprised. I was not expecting that to be yeah. good. I don't like, know. I was very weird. impressed. Was this one pretty expensive? No, no. it was twenty-seven oh, yeah. bucks. Yeah, it was not Safeway. Didn't break the bank hardly no, at all. It was not bad. Um, so what are we going to get into now? Uh, <laughs> Alex, what you got for us? All right. Uh, so I have a question. Um, uh, let's see here. Okay. This is just, uh, this is for the table, right? Okay. Would you get, all right. So this is some would you rathers. All right. Mm. Would you rather have a huge fart every time you run or have an orgasm every time you fart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, they're gonna hate oh, yeah. me at PT, can, but I, let me take hey, the run. All right. I can answer this. I'm gonna from a person who doesn't run. I'll take the farting one because if you don't run, then you don't fart, right? I was uh, okay. So here's oh. here's my here's my answer. I'm I'm like Courtney. Okay. I'm gonna take the a huge fart every single time I run because first off, it doesn't specify specify how many times you're gonna fart, and if you're like racing somebody and you just rip one, <laughs> a really nasty one. Yeah, I'm not going to race this guy. You want to beat that person. <laughs> He's going to just that stop only, and be like, bro, did you really? Like, fair. God that's damn. Fair. I mean, that <laughs> would only work if you're winning the that race, though. To well, that's with. true. It but might push you forward. All right. What about you, Rhett? What do you think? Um, I'd have to take it every time I run. They're going to hate me at PT, honestly. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. So this is a good one. Okay. Well, this is a good one. Is this your answer? Oh, no. I'm asking. I'm not answering. Oh, why? why oh, that's not oh, the table. You're part of the table. Um, that's that white toosie. That's that chicory right there. I'm going to say I'm going to fart every time I run. Damn, nobody wanted the orgasm. Just because I don't run that much. Exactly. What? Could you exactly. I, like Hold fucking on. hate running. So. Hold on. She ran out the room earlier when you put it. Hey, yeah. could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> you, clear, you cleared out the room. I did. You know, it out. <laughs> that's a sign that you're you're pretty healthy. And when you got a pretty raunchy what ass a fart, dank ass fart, <laughs> it's a sign that you're pretty healthy. <laughs> Is it really? I've never heard yes. that. Mm, I've never. Heard you haven't that. heard that? I don't know never in my life. I'm, that. Hey, I was told that I'm just gonna believe it. <laughs> you know what? You do you. Yeah, I guess. Give me okay. another. Give me another. Right. Would you rather? Would you rather have an obvious orgasm? Every time you're close to a or piece of fruit, up with orgasms, or <laughs> you already did this or never have an orgasm again in your life. Wait, so would I rather have an orgasm every time I eat a piece of fruit? You every time you're close you to fruit. a piece of fruit, uh, or never have an <laughs> orgasm in my life. Yeah, so like yeah. at a work party when someone brings in like fruit platter, you're I'm, just I'm choosing the yeah. orgasm orgasm when I get close <laughs> yeah, to fruit. Yeah, it was yeah. you should never have one again. You should have be honest, bro. If that was, I would be throwing fruit at you. <laughs> shit, <wasn't laughs> this would be so You'd funny. You'd be sabotaged like every. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that would be. Hilarious. I'm gonna be feeling good. So, <laughs> Alex, Alex had me dying earlier because he had read it off, and he was like, he was like, every time he's like, hey babe, look at these fruit. He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> I was fucking dying. So I was like, no. Be at the grocery store, babe. You want uh, some apples or oranges this week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she can't go grocery shopping anymore. Yeah, no, I'm staying away. Got to stay on the I'm left side of the, the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Next. Is that it? Is that is there more? I mean, we can do more. Yeah, let's go. Let's we'll do see. one. Let's do one more. Let's okay. do All one right. more. Would you rather? Ooh, would you rather never have sex again or never have the internet again? I'd never rather never have the internet. Goodbye, Facebook. <laughs> or Bookface. I think that's cleansing. unanimous. Bookface, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Bookface is out. I just, giving up sex. Uh, 
I mean, I, I would I wouldn't really be too mad at that's it. That's not even a good trade off, though. Like, like I, I, everybody like famous. I always talk about like when they want to get rid of all the distractions, they stay off social media anyway. Yeah. So, especially now. <laughs> so oh, yeah, with the, yeah. yeah. I was about to say it. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pump my brakes real quick. That's the thing. You can't talk about the. Uh, Let me get the some more of this C. peanut butter the big whiskey C anymore. The yeah. C outbreak. So we're just gonna call it the Rona. Yeah. Yeah. Rona. The Rona. Oh, Rona getting everybody. Yeah. All right, so let's get down to it. Um, Prayer to your family members that they are. So last week we mentioned, uh, well, more or less Dylan brought up a really good like discussion topic about um, kind of having a plan B or a plan A versus a plan B yeah, or whatever you want to do. So, Dylan, you want to open um, that up? Yeah, so, you know, we were obviously last week we were a little bit more – I, I'm just going to say a little more intoxicated uh, oh, yeah, on the definitely. show. Uh, well, we du- duly noted to everybody that mentioned that. Yeah, we but, started drinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, we had to get warm a little bit. Well, what, that, was that was the, the, third, that was the third take. Yeah, third that take. Night, that was the third take that night. We did yeah. a toast every, you know. every we time. We kept practicing the toast. <laughs> yeah, we got the first one out of the way. But yeah, so basically, I guess. I was hella intoxicated, and I'm sorry. You know, I noticed all of us have pretty different opinions about whether or not like you know in life in general whether with whatever you want to do with your life whatever kind of plan that you have is it are you more the kind of person who is like it just makes it up in your mind that the only option is to go like you know this way like you visualize you yourself at at the top of whatever it is that you're that you want to succeed at and for you like that is like number one without a doubt the only option for you like it's plan a or or nothing else or are you the kind of person who like understands that but at the same time wants to have a fallback plan just in case you know plan a doesn't work out you still have plan b you know and for me like i'm my, more kind of like the the plan a kind of person because in my you know opinion i feel like just plan b can just be too much of a distraction or too much of like a, like a comfort blanket for you. Like that you, that yeah, you know, this like don't you, work, this I can don't work, well, back. I can yeah. always do this, you know? And it's like, burn the well, not for me, I feel like you're kind of just holding yourself back from, from really being able to go 100% in on plan a, you know, because, because sometimes having a plan B does sabotage yourself from, doing what you really want to do. Well, I, like, I just feel like that all falls on how motivated they want plan A. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say, I don't want to say I want to be a police officer. Right. And then, you know, I like they they do a PT test, right? Just like the military does. So like if I want to be a police officer and I failed the PT test, I'm going to say, Hey, fuck it. I just always, I mean, I'm sorry. Hey, F it. I can always be, I can always go be a, a, a carpenter with my pops. Like, yeah. You know, like, it, it's it's not like that. It's like if you know there's a PT test, like motivate yourself to 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 pass that before you go into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, it's all, it's all about who wants what. So you're saying like it's kind of like it's all about like your mindset going into it. Yeah, that's like my um one of one of my NCOs right now. He 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 really wants to reclass to a certain MOS, and for that MOS, he's got to take he's got to take the GT improvement. Mm-hmm. He wants it. He wants it bad enough. He's gonna put the time in and do that you know yeah and you know kudos to him like you know like i i, I actually uh 
support people who who go after what you know what i'm saying what they want mm-hmm. yeah well, i think there's also another option of like just having multiple things going for you like multiple streams of income so there's like you know some people are big into like network marketing now with different like i know that's a controversial topic but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i don't know just having different streams of income like kind of a backup plan saying like for example a lot of people now are having to work from home having like that personal online coaching business or like just another stream of something to help them not necessarily like a plan B, but just multiple forms of kind of career options. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think for me personally, I'm kind of a, like a loose plan oriented person. Like I like to have my plans and you know, I don't like, that's not like for me, that's not like kind of the end all be all. But, um, but I mean, you know, as far as like having a plan B goes, like, you know, I definitely put a lot of thought into having my plan A thought out and having it worked out and like, you know, knowing exactly what I want to do and how I'm going to do it. And like, as far as like a plan B, I always like try to have a plan B. Um, but you know, that's not to say that I necessarily like use it as like a safety blanket, you know? And like, I definitely don't put as much thought into like my plan B. It's just like, I know that like, I have like a general idea of what I'm going to do if my plan A, you know, doesn't work out for whatever. Totally feel that. Um, (laughs) here's a, would you rather, would you rather go back to drinking proper 12 or would you rather the screwball whiskey? I never had the proper 12. I'm going to take the screwball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd I'm hopping on the screwball too. Sorry. <laughs> so our main camera kind of just isn't working out for us we right got now. Distracted. That's kind of why it was a little bit awkward. Silence it took a, a crap. Bit. It's okay. We'll have to work off our other little yeah. cameras. We got we got the setup right now. We got one, two, three. Talking GoPros. about options. Yeah. We got <laughs> options. Um, let's Alex move that one because it's kind of in your shot. The bottle. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Could have just poured me another because. All right, slide it this way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I probably need to get it a little bit we'll more. Kind of take it around the table. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that kind of, you know, I don't know. Let us let us know what you guys what you guys uh, think. Whether having a plan A or plan A and B, which one? What side are you on? If you understand both, or if you're on neither side and you don't really give a shit, let us middle. know. So okay, <laughs> so before we get off that, last week I said uh, and neither. As far as like the plan, oh, yeah, plan yeah, B yeah, goes, yeah. yeah, and I'd like you know, I honestly kind of put some thought into that this week. Like I was driving home one day, and I was like, you know, like, Damn, I was like you know, I'm not an alcoholic. Well. What if like you just don't just have? Really if you just go at life without a plan, and you just go with the flow, and like I feel like that's what a lot of people want to do. For example, like people from high school, you know, like I have yeah. people from high school who I follow who are like just got out of high school, started traveling the world, started just kind of bouncing around, working at like little jobs, like national parks, like just, just traveled. Yeah. Like almost, I want to say island hopped. And like, I admired that so much, like the courage to just yeah. honestly not have a plan and, and just, just kind of with the fly flow. by the seat of your pants and yeah. just like live your life. I, I, I think I'm like, so cool. honestly, like I wish I could do that. Yeah. Like I wish I could be that person. Well, that's but, how you, know, you end it, up. That's, that's definitely hard for me. It stresses me out. Not, going at stuff without any sort of a plan and all that. But I mean, I definitely like, I I mean, I definitely agree with that. Like I'm almost envious of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like a planning person. I think there's, I think that's kind of a lot of people can relate 
to admiring that kind of lifestyle. You know, there's definitely people out there that literally, you know, do fly by the seat of their pants. You know, you see, you see all these, you know, YouTube videos or blogs about people who literally like they quit their jobs. They sell all of their, their assets. The only thing they have is like a camper and they live inside the camper and they just drive across the country and, and, do what they feel like they do what they feel like yeah. doing. Yeah, I love cool. that. You know, and that is, that is cool. And I'd be totally down to do it. But at the same time, like it's kind of hard to, I guess it's not really something that can be, you know, that has longevity with it. Yeah. No, you know? absolutely yeah, then I think yeah. that's kind of like you do that, whether you're young or, or you're old, you do it for, let's say a year or two, three years, however long, but I don't really see like some, someone being able to do that. 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Really. And like, you know, I would love to like set up my life and like grind and like put myself in a position where later in life where like, you know, say like Bri and I could like just go and do what we want. Like, yeah. You know, we could like retire and then her and I could just like dip out and travel for like six months if we wanted to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, to do that. But like, and if you want that lifestyle, hit up your local recruiter. <laughs> no. I <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is serve 20 years, right? I mean, oh, I yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, that's what my first heart is going to do. He's a, he's on he's on his way out right now. Yeah, his retirement. And he's like, well, that's he's like, I, th- I think that kind of like back in the day was just a different time compared to how everything is now. Yeah. Like sometimes I think about it and I think like I, I wish I was I would have been able to join the military like. 10 15 years ago yeah uh, yeah i agree like yeah i think that my obviously i probably would have been downrange oh absolutely. you know but i don't know that's just kind of how i feel like now why you know there's nothing wrong with the military and i'm i'm trying to reclass and and handle my business and stuff like that but i definitely don't have like you know i guess whenever i first was thinking about joining the military i had this super like big like motivation and determination of like turning it turning it into a, a lifetime career now i'm kind of you know a couple years well, later I don't think a lot of people join this i mean i might be wrong i, I don't think, think a lot of people join I, saying like i'm gonna do the minimum and get out i think a lot of us I join think, with like i think most people wanted like a lot of people joined like, with the intention in. like you know i'm gonna make a career yeah, out of this. yeah. and then Until, they get here and well like, that wasn't yeah, it like, wasn't like that for me, for me. this okay. isn't for me whatever. it wasn't like that for me i was like fuck it i'm gonna do my three years real really? quick yeah get my life together because it was gonna give me get my life get my life together money mm-hmm. and then when i got in i was like you know maybe Eh, 20 years don't sound that long. Yeah. I guess it goes both ways. I was the exact opposite. Yeah, I got to reception too. for basic training. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is about to be a long time. But I mean, okay. I was I was in reception for basic for like 11 days. All I did was play spades for snacks. Like, that was about it. <laughs> I mean, that's like basically basic training. I remember my, the first, when I was in reception within those first like week and a half, like we had a kid... I don't. I forget where he was from, but um, you could tell he was just a very like introverted kind of person, and this was a completely like culture shock for him. And um, he ended up, you know, he was in the bathroom, ended up like just fainting and like seizuring out. And I had, I was like one of the people that you know helped like carry him out the bathroom. And when the paramedics got there, I had to help put him on the stretcher. 
and carry him like down the, I don't know, two or three flights of stairs, whatever, into the ambulance. And that was, I mean, that was the last time I saw him, but I, I had spoken to him before because he was also, you know, you got to pull, um, like fire guard. There we go. Yeah. You got to pull fire guard. And I just remember, you know, he was like in the corner of the barracks room, just like in a ball, like just, just kind of like staring into space. And I was, I just like went up to him talking to my dude. You okay? He's like, I can't, I can't be here. I can't be here. I just, I can't do it. Like, I mean, I felt kind of bad for the dude, but at the same time I was like, bro, you've been here for like seven days. Yeah. Like, you got I, a long <laughs> like, time, my man. Like, dude, like it's really yeah. not that. I don't know. But you know, that's besides the point. That's what it is. I guess we'll move on to yeah. our next talking point. So uh, next topic is uh, oh, here we go. the big C. It's oh. uh, the only thing that's in the news right now, pretty much. Um, yeah. It's kind of oh, consuming yes. everyone's lives. Yeah. I think gosh. we can all guess what it is. So with uh, Courtney has some uh, some stuff she wants to talk about, the big C. <sighs> Yes. All right. So this Rona deal going on, I guess for those of you who don't already know, which I'm sure 95% of you already know. 100%. 100,000 percent of oh you know. <laughs> so, yes, it is serious. It affects primarily right now. Well, it affects everybody, but people who are like, you know, more seriously affected. The older population, immunocompromised, people who um, have been traveling, um, Obviously, like the signs so far have been fever, cough, shortness of breath. So big things just to hit on for me personally that like things that get me heated, like as a healthcare professional, please do not wear masks, face masks, if you are not actually sick. So like the only people who should be wearing masks right now, if you're actually sick and you're say going to be around a lot of people, if you're going to go to the hospital to get yourself checked out, then yes, wear a mask. But we're actually having a big issue in the hospitals right now where we don't have masks for ourselves, which is a big deal when we're trying to treat um, everyone else. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, and then also, let's see. I mean, we could talk about, I think, yeah, like we could talk about the events being canceled, like big thing. I know California is kind of ramping up because they're having more and more cases right now. But like March Madness, big sporting events, things yeah. that people are kind of getting like nitpicky on, which... Yeah, it's extreme, but it's also very important because these extreme measures is what's going to prevent us from being in situations like Korea, Italy, you know, like places who have been affected kind of very fast. They didn't have a chance to respond until it was almost, you know, getting too late. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people in Italy, they're saying like in the hospitals, like they, they don't have the health care. I think anywhere you don't have like the health care capabilities to take care of these mass groups of people coming in. So in Italy situation... Um, I saw someone, like, from Italy saying, you know, like, their ICU situation right now, they're actually, the doctors are having to pick patients that they can actively treat, like, almost kind of, like, wartime triaging, like, we just can't provide these resources to these people right now, so they're kind of suffering, so they're kind of having to pick between patients to treat, which is obviously terrible, um, but that's why these extreme measures are being taken, so, yeah, it's annoying that you can't go to your basketball game, whatever, but just kind of keep in mind, like, the reasoning behind it, and... Hopefully, yeah, in a couple of years we can look back and be like, wow, that was probably a little bit extreme, but right. we're all okay, you know? Yeah. So just keeping that in mind. Um, I think they said CDC. Yeah, so get your resources from the CDC, not the news media. I know that's like a big issue causing, I guess, more panic than really needs to be. Yes, it's serious. No, it's not the 
you know, flu, which a lot of people are comparing it to. But the CDC is what's going to give you, like, actual updates as opposed to the freaking congressman I saw on the news the other day walking around with a freaking gas mask. Like, that's just, like, obscene. Like, it's craziness. You think they're, like, trying well, to hype it up? Yeah, like, just, and it's, like, people who... You said that you saw the news doing that? Yeah, on the news, a congressman was walking around his town with oh, okay. a gas mask on. That's crazy. Which that's, is, like, yeah. actually infuriating. And, um, yeah, just... So, so as of the CDC's update... Well, if he was wearing a whole J-list, then I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing of it is, is, like, what people don't think about, you know, they they, they see, like, you know, the, the I guess... Um, designated people that have to go out and like sanitize everything wearing you know these hazmat you know, suits. these hazmat suits with a mask and all this stuff and they all they think all they see is like they see that and then they the immediate reaction is like oh my god yeah it's like scary. what's what's <laughs> yeah. going it's like alarming this house, to see people do yeah, you know definitely. and it's what what they don't think but they don't take that those extra couple seconds to just kind of think okay why is this person who is like who is this the thing of it is is like that is protocol. That is what they have to do. It's the same thing in the military when we have personal protective equipment, you know, PPE. Like we have to wear the like when we're in the when we're in the motor pool, we have to have our water source. We have to have iPro. We have to be have gloves. We have to have our ACH if we're going to be working on vehicles and whatnot. No matter what the profession is, there is a certain you know uh, there's certain things you need to wear to help protect yourself, and it's just protocol. And, right. that, and a lot of that more or less just covers the company yeah. in case something yeah. happens. Yeah. Insurance, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same like in the hospital. So like we're treating patients right now in like things called negative pressure rooms, treating them as if they're on airborne precautions, meaning like the air in the room is getting kind of like negatively pressured out. Although it's basically a droplet disease, you know, like right. it's spread by droplet, like close contact within like six feet or so. Um, by sneezing and coughing. So we're in the hospital and in places who are triaging patients who have this disease, we're, yeah, taking all the precautions necessary just in in case and just to protect ourselves. But I think, yeah, when other people see that, it's kind of just a lack of, like, education as far as what should they be doing, you know? Like, is that going to protect them from the disease? Which is just kind of a total misunderstanding across all the boards, but yeah. right. And I mean, so my girlfriend, um, is currently actually in South Korea right now and she's kind of helping, um, on the military base there on camp Humphreys to kind of like triage all these people that are coming in and they're, you know, and they're actually running like a kind of like a nurse advice hotline, um, for people that think they might be sick or might've come into contact with somebody who was sick with the, with, uh, the Rona. And, um, <laughs> But, you know, she she was telling me that, like, you know, they have people calling in that are like, you know, hey, um, I think I was exposed because somebody coughed next to me at the store the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's not like, you know, yeah. like just because somebody's coughing next to you doesn't mean they're sick, doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing, a big issue. Like, the ERs are filling up right now with people who are not sick, who just want to get tested. Yeah. And it's, like, a, it's just fear-based and panic-based, and it's, like, we don't have the resources to, to do that. Right. So, and unless you're sick. Everyone turns into the whole, like, stop. you know, they they immediately result to survival mode, and they immediately think, like, okay, every man for themselves. Screw everyone else. I'm not going to help anybody. I only care about myself. And that's that's what I'm gonna do. But and that's that's, oh, that's why all the toilet yeah. paper's that's, gone. I yeah, picture. Listen, Susan, you need one one package of toilet paper. You do not need <laughs> twenty seven. And like, I just picture if I have a child and I'm like going into Costco, 
my child sees me fighting with some other person over like the last roll of toilet paper. Yeah. That's crazy. Now that's like, that's not to say like <laughs> like obviously the thing of it is is like people see everyone else getting toilet paper and it's obviously like okay, well I don't want to run out of toilet yeah. paper, you know? You know, yeah. I don't want to, you know, get to my last roll and then I didn't prepare like everyone else had been and then now I'm shit out of luck. So I ain't got no people, toilet paper. Yeah. What do you I mean, I what don't do, you do if you're like you're not say like you're not even freaking out but you're like Yo, like I'm about to run out of toilet that's what paper. We had yeah. to do. I was and like, there's well, like literally nothing at the store. That's not, yeah, like, you know, like that's we, why we, a lot of stores are putting we like stocked up, but at the same time, get. like I have no problem if my neighbor comes to us, hey, you got any toilet paper? Yeah, here you go, man. Yeah, that'd be ten grand. You know, <laughs> everyone <laughs> like yeah. everyone yeah. else is probably is gonna gold. try to make a profit off of it. Yeah, which, like check on your like neighbors who matter. Like check on like the little couple who lives next door who like can't drive themselves to the store. Like be good people. We need to. The thing of it is, is like there's. We need to stop like thinking of like every man for themselves and you need to, you know, think like, okay, let's, how can we all work together to help, help ourselves not get sick? And I mean, stop thinking of the worst case scenario. Like people are like building it, bunkers right now for like the like, apocalypse and it is, I mean, well, I mean, toilet paper overkill. don't stop. Don't help. I mean, stop. I'm kind of, exactly. I will say I don't understand every that. person that owns a bidet, you are Smart. winning right now. Very. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really say, thought about getting one the, the other day. Like I swear, when this thing was, when this thing comes down and everything's back to normal, you know, when those Amazon workers go back to work, I'm ordering a bidet. I don't care. Like, wait, is Amazon down? Yeah, they they sent all of their workers home. All of them. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, y'all didn't know no. that. Oh, my God. Yeah, they sent all of their this workers. The we had that discussion the other day. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that yesterday. We talked about that. Oh, I bet my lady is heated about that. That's awesome. <laughs> I just ordered stuff off Amazon, Amazon like now. yesterday. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I, bet I mean, yeah. now I'm not. This I will say that it's what I've, what I've heard, but it, it kind of would make sense. That there there might be some people sense. at work, you know. I, I, I don't really know. I'd have to look into it, but. As far as I know, like, and what I've been told, like, they have sent their the Amazon workers home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the most recent. I mean, the schools are shutting down. Yeah. Businesses are shutting down. Like, yeah. they're canceling events, so it would only make sense. Like, Amazon's gonna do. And the military the has a ban now. Uh, no traveling for the military. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. But, uh, I, I, yeah. We'll be at the company zero six thirty on Monday. I'm yeah. so sad. <laughs> yeah, I am crazy. so sad. No, but I mean, honestly, I've kind of almost come to terms with the fact that I'm probably gonna get it. At some point through all this, if you do, you do. So I was listening, <laughs> but I was listening to this thing today, and like they're estimating, like, um, I don't want to like skew these numbers, but they're estimating, like, I want to say it was like seventy something million people in the U.S. are gonna end up with this by the time it's said and done. Yeah, is like you know their estimate, which is a lot of people. Yeah, and like, yeah. But the thing is, like, there's a lot of younger people right now who are kind of saying ignorant things like oh whatever who cares if i get it like it's not about you getting it it's about who you could spread it to exactly you know like the exactly. vulnerable population yeah. so yeah it is important that we make all these yeah. restrictions and if you haven't realized why they're shutting all everything down is because it's literally it's like tr it's like trying to cut the head off yeah of where it started like it's a precautionary you're, thing you you stop everybody from being together you're gonna Limit slow the down yeah. The, yeah the transmission from someone spreading it to another person if you haven't realized that you know that's the reason yeah. why. I mean, it's just. I mean, it sucks because like a buddy of mine um, texted me the other day and he said that you know he was he had plans to go to uh, Boston, mm -hmm. um, and I mean it basically canceled his plans for him. Yeah. So now he's like you know couldn't get a refund for his flight, so he's just gonna use his flight yeah, to a come lot of out people here. Are, but a lot of people are losing out on money 
because of this. Obviously, the stock market's down 20-something percent yeah, already. Yeah, that's yep. the biggest thing it that's is. going on right now, like, the freaking stock market. And yep. if you have any money in the stock market, you need to not be freaking out and just hold on to that stuff. Don't because pull anything Just yet. because the stock, the stock market will rise again. It like, always rises. It's, yeah, it's uh, how it works. had a positive day the other day after right. they had the worst day since, like, 1987. Yep. Like, yeah. the, like the lowest, in, uh, in their history, lowest yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yep. But so, uh, hopefully it's on the rise. They had a positive day And if you are thinking about it, Now's the time to invest in the in the stock market. Yeah. Because literally the entire stock market is on sale right now. And you could buy anything pretty much right now if you can afford it. And you're going to make a profit eventually. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what's, uh, I guess, is that it? all we want to cover on old Rona? Yeah. I yeah. mean, also, I hate to see uh, Nick Saban's defense finally gave through. Alabama has a confirmed yeah. case now. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I I guess what we can end on is just again, like hitting it, like make sure you're just being courteous of others. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're doing the things you should be doing anyways, you know, and check up on your neighbors. See, see if they got everything taken care of. Call, call your friend you haven't talked to in a while. Make sure they're okay. And just, just kind of just stay calm. Like, you know, Worst comes to worst, yeah, you may get it, but if you do get it, make sure you're doing yourself quarantining yourself. Yeah. You know, doing the right things. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with that, uh, we're gonna let Rhett take away our next topic. Yeah, my bad. I was. <laughs> you're good, man. Zoned out. Zoned. All right. I just yeah, got a so lot of got a lot of shit on my mind. You got a topic you want to address? Uh, I wanted to talk. Um, with something that I, th- I think everybody struggles with multiple times in, in their lifetime. Yeah. So I wanted to, to touch on depression, especially in a time like these. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where I think everything's about to shut down. Everybody's going to be confined to their how- homes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. not going to be able to see or talk to people. Financially, I think it's going to get really bad before it gets better. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I made a PowerPoint, but I can't show you. That sucks. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it was a very lame PowerPoint, but death by PowerPoint, my friend. It was. It would have <laughs> been. <laughs> but with me narrating, you would have loved it. No, um, I made one, and um, I so I can't have my computer because I have this in my face. So more or less, um, I, I gave it to I gave it to Alex. So yeah. Alex is going to bring it up and we're going to touch on these things. So more or less, we that, just kind of wanted to like kind of outline the some of the bigger things. Um, <laughs> they're dropping left you know, and right. They go along with um, some like you it's know, out. Yeah. Different, um, you know, kind of like I don't want to say mental issues, but, you know, different like things, you know, that you might be going through and you might be feeling. Um so with that, you know, you, as far as like, you know, depression goes and stuff like that, you know, you might be kind of experiencing like some, we don't, we don't gotta stop it. some, okay. um, you know, mood swings, sleep disturbances, you might be feeling anxious, um, you know, and just a general loss of interest for the things that you enjoy. And, um, you know, with that, like, you know, it's, it's always good to recognize those signs, like some of those more basic signs, um, you know, not only like to kind of recognize that within yourself, yeah. but, um, 
also, you know, and somebody that people that you're close with, you know, people you care about and things like that. So, I mean, you know, Rhett, you can kind of take that away and elaborate more on that. So, yeah, I got a, I got a cousin right now that's going through it and he's dealing with some stuff that he had brought back from overseas and, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like a personal topic to me because, you know, sometimes I, when I'm depressed, I don't want to leave my room and I don't, I really don't want to talk to people. I want to play video games, but after five minutes, I'm, I'm not playing video games and I eat a lot. That's why I got a belly. But I, I just want to know <clears throat> some of the personal things that, that, that you, that you guys deal with. As far as it comes with, as far as it it goes with depression, um, and and some things that might that might help, you know what I'm saying? Uh, for people who are watching who might be going through it, or people that you know, family members that y'all have that might be going through it. Um, so I'll just go ahead and let y'all. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, you, know, you go ahead. For me, you know, when when I know somebody that's going through it. I think that the typical response everyone always tries to give them is like, you know, well, you know, maybe you should try working out. You know, maybe you should try a new diet. You know, maybe you should try getting out more. You know, and it's like the thing, the thing, how I think of it is like, while those things may help certain people, at the same time, some people just need someone to listen to them. Some people just need like, to be there and let that person literally just open up and express themselves to them and just like, just listen to them. Don't, don't try to give them immediate advice right away, you know, because that's something a lot of the times, you know, people who are depressed need, they need, but that's what they're missing. Yeah. They need someone to just listen to them and actually, well, especially, especially if their depression has anything to do with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I I know people who are bottlers. And when they bottle up every little thing, every little thing, mm-hmm. every little thing, the next little thing that you do, you know what I'm saying, could be their, their explosion point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's their boiling point right there. Like, it's mm-hmm. it. Like, they're going to scream at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and I mean... They re- a lot of people result to drinking, they result to drug smoking, abuse. drug abuse, like, and then it's becomes a snowball effect. And next thing you know, they're just just rolling down the hill, and then the snowball's so big, it you can't just step in front of it and stop it. Yeah, well, I think yeah. another huge point that like people don't necessarily like to talk about because I'm not, I'm not one who like pushes medications on by any means on people, but people are kind of afraid to talk to their primary care doctor they feel like only talking to like a psychiatrist or a therapist but like I think it's important to bring up the fact that you should be talking to your primary care doctor about things like this and they will also have resources for you even if it's not even if you think it's something like minor but like clinically diagnosed depression I know a lot of people who are on antidepressants that like they do help and it just depends it depends like on your situation like you said things that are like more mild that you just kind of need to get out of like a funk or talk to someone that's fine but well I mean, yeah but everybody wants to say like say i'm going through it it's like everybody wants to tell me that well they have this hotline you could call mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Or they have this person you can go see. Or that person you can go see. What are, I mean, the per I came to you, like the person I want to talk to is you. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I feel like that can help, I know me more than you do. You know what I'm saying? Don't, exactly. Don't tell me to go talk to somebody else when you know I'm going through it. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's not only me, but, you know, people that I know. Like, yeah, I get it. They do have these hotlines. But I have people that I spend every day with. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe, maybe my problems can't be solved trying to talk to a stranger. Yeah, I mean, that's, sure. it's hard to just call up some random number and talk to Susie on the other end that you've never met before. She could literally be on the other side of that line talking to you with RBF. Yeah. And just saying, saying asking you the reading typical the questions, yeah. reading off a script. And that's not that's not sentimental. It's not heart to heart. And yeah. that's... It like could I said, be that, that thing that they're missing. Yeah. That thing sure. that they want. Yeah, obviously, if someone comes to you, like, I think the most important thing to do is just listen. Like, I, just hear them out. Don't try to, yeah, like you said, just, yeah. I think people feel uncomfortable with it, so they try to push it off on something else. But, yeah, I think a lot of people just need someone to just freaking listen to them. Yeah. So, it's huge. And I, I I feel like that's a big, a big problem, you know, because people aren't asking enough if anybody else is okay. Everybody just wants to be like, oh, he's acting like a, the B word. Mm-hmm. Or he's, he's just the P word. Or he's, just, you know, this yeah. and that. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know why they're acting the way they do. Just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And there... There goes the last yeah, camera. there goes the last camera. <laughs> so, um... I, 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 so, I went to, um... I went to see somebody. Because during my situation that we discussed last week, I went to go see somebody. Right? Because it was just too much for me to deal with. I, I told Alex about this last night. Right? They have a thing that they call. They have a thing that they call the content line, and um, basically, the, it, I can't. Ex- the way the way that she looks, she drew it out on the board, right? It just it looked like uh, your heart monitor on an EKG, right? There's peaks, there's peaks, there's high and low points, you know. So the content line is right, you know, like just right at a flat line, kind of. You buy a new phone, your happiness is supposed to peak. Right, your dog passes away. Your sadness supposed to peak. You're not gonna stay happy and sad forever. Yeah. You buy a new car. It'll peak, then it'll go down gradually. But she says you can't because she asked me. Right? She was, she was like, "What do you want?" I said, "I just want to be happy. Like, I can't. I can't be happy. I just want to be happy." She's like, "Well, you. That's not gonna happen." You can't tell me you want to be happy because when she drew it out, she was like, if you're constantly happy, that's when you're going to want to use all these drugs or have all this sex or drink all this alcohol, spend all your money because you at that point you're manic. You can't always be happy. She's like, I'm going to have to give you a diagnosis. She said the same thing with depression. You can't always be depressed. That's when you're going to do crazy things. You know what I mean? Because at that point, it's clinical. So you, you have to... You have to know when inside yourself, internally and externally, that somebody's going through it. They have to go see somebody. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, almost like, you know, those, like, ups and downs are perfectly normal. Like, everybody yeah. has high points. Everybody has low points. Right. And then everybody kind of has that midline that they come back to, you know. And, like, it's when you're, you know, you stay at, like, a constant low or, um, I mean, or even, like, a constant high that, you know, you kind of start to, you know, raise some flags. 
And uh, that's stuff that, you know, you should, I mean, at least try to notice in yourself, even though it's a little bit more hard, like it's a little bit more difficult to be, um, to be like, you know, introspective in that sense. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, like you can, I mean, that's definitely something that you can notice in, you know, your friends, your family, people that you're close to and, you know, kind of. Yeah. I know. Um, I, I, I think it's a, a serious, a serious thing and, and it's happening to more and more people. It absolutely um, is. With, with, within our time now. So. Especially in the military. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Especially I've military. Th- definitely that, that's in the military. something I, with the military. I've met some or I've seen and noticed the military is where some of a lot of it's where a lot of people just feel alone. Mm-hmm. You're away from your family. You're away from your friends. You are surrounded by strangers that you really don't know every single day. And it's and then you live inside of a barracks room that is a 10 by 10 room that <laughs> even, is dirty as hell. You got a small ass kitchen. You got a small ass bathroom. You're in these confined spaces. Well, actually, we're lucky enough to have a kitchen. Yeah, I will say like the neighbors, the, the building literally on the other side of the parking lot adjacent to us. They they don't have a kitchen and they have mold on the walls because yeah. there there's carpet on the walls. And I think that's a lot of the reason reasons why like it ends up leading to depression for a lot of people in the military yeah they you aren't know, and taught they like also like coping mechanisms you know like people don't come into the military a lot of times people come straight from high school yeah and they're kind of you know they don't think they have any options so and i mean so really i mean uh, just like the, i guess the big takeaway um from all that it would be you know if you if like if you notice somebody um somebody that you're close to one of your friends family whatever whoever it is um, you know, kind of going through it and you kind of recognize some of those signs, like, you know, say something, you don't have to necessarily bring it up. Like yeah. it's like, it's, you know, some big issue, but I mean, you know, just like kind of like ma- try to make them comfortable enough to, to want to come to you and talk to you. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, just, definitely just show that you're there to support them and you're there definitely. for them. And, you and if to, you don't even have to say it. And if you like, are somebody that is going through it, that person that you want that you want to talk to like don't be afraid to let them know that you're going through it and you want to talk to them yeah Yeah. because we automatically assume i guess sometimes that they know that i'm going through it yeah but i mean people deal with their own life you know what i mean they deal with their own they they deal with their own situations like like my 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 therapist said i he gave me a handful of beans and he was like those are your beans these are my beans these represent issues not in quantity, just that they're issues. You have them, and I do too. Every time you're getting into it with somebody, just shake your beans. <laughs> he said, I keep them in my pocket. He said, shake your beans, and just remember, you're going through it. They're going through it. You know what I'm saying? All you can do is vent to to that person that you want to talk to. Right. Get your For problems sure. out on the table. Compromise and move on. Yeah. yeah. Not compromise. Uh, what's that word? I don't know. When you... Don't compare your your things to uh, other people. Compromise. I forgot what that word was. I don't know what word you're trying <laughs> to use. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know what you're getting at there. Uh, when two people have problems and they work. With compromise. Okay. Okay. I guess. Right. My, my mind is everywhere right now. Yeah. I, I should have told <laughs> y'all that. You're All sweating right. over here. I should have told y'all that before we got into this. But I guess was, I guess we're almost. I mean, yeah. So time. stay tuned uh, for episode next week yeah we'll be working on episode three all week this week for you guys yeah 
So um, ended, ended that one on a serious note, but uh, a very important yeah, note. Important. Uh, Absolutely. Tell yeah. us if you like the music. Didi found it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, very good music. Uh, just one final closing thought on that the whole depression thing. Just make sure. Like Alex, Alex hit it on the nail, you know. Definitely, yeah. If, if there's, if you know someone going through it, d- just reach out to them. You don't have to specific, specifically bring it up and ask them directly, "Are you depressed?" But just kind of surround yourself with them a little bit more, hang out with them a little bit more, and just get to know that person. Because you know, for all you know, you simply showing up and being there for them is exactly what they need. That yes. can make somebody's day, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. So. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in for episode two of the Whiskey Ways podcast. Uh, let us know what bottle you want us to bring on the show next week. And uh, yeah, take All care. Right. We uh, hope everyone.